0: place of peace and prosperity in your name amen
1: okay
2: amen thanks Adam all right how's everybody today yeah and if you weren't doing well would you tell me <laughs> not likely okay well um, it's it's a particularly fun Sunday I think we'll get to hear uh, some testimonies. As uh, Carrie was saying, I think, you know, if we could hear all that God had done in each life here, the known and the unknown, we'd be here for eternity. The good news is, with Jesus, we'll be here for eternity, or we'll be there for eternity. But God gets lots of praise when we tell people what he's done in our lives. And so we wanted to just take a Sunday and, uh, and focus on that. We're beginning a month-long series on healing, and One of the signs that the kingdom of God has come, when Jesus said the kingdom is here, you know, proclaim the good news, one of the signs of the kingdom, the rule and the reign of Jesus, was that as Jesus went from place to place, he healed the sick. He delivered those who had demons. He raised the dead. He cleansed lepers. The good news wasn't just um, information or words. The The good news was demonstration of the gospel and power. So, we cooperate with the Holy Spirit in the expansion of the kingdom as his disciples by proclaiming the good news and also demonstrating the power of the kingdom. Matthew chapter 10 tells us that Jesus called his 12 disciples together and he gave them authority to drive out impure spirits, to heal every disease and sickness. And then he went on and he said, As you go, proclaim this message the kingdom of heaven. Has come near. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. So Jesus gives the ministry of the kingdom, both the proclamation and the demonstration of the power of the kingdom, to his disciples. And we are those disciples. So we continue the ministry of Jesus in the power of the Holy Spirit. We got the same Holy Spirit, the same authority, and the same commission of Jesus to proclaim and demonstrate that kingdom. It's one of the reasons in the church that we have a healing room. If you don't know about it, the third Saturday of every month, we have a healing room in the, the youth room. And uh, Joe and Margot Swartz and their team gather, and they sort of just create an atmosphere of worship and, and honor and praise and safety, and they pray for the sick. They pray for people, and they see people touched by God, healed and delivered. So if you want to be a part of that, that's the third Saturday of every month. Um, next Sunday, I'm going to lay out sort of the biblical background for the ministry of healing, sort of lay out here, here's why we believe and practice this ministry of healing. But today, we want to hear from a few people in our own body who've experienced healing in some way, um, either personally or they gave away freely what was given to them and they prayed for someone else and saw them healed. So just as I pray for us, would ask that you listen with your uh, the ears of your hearts and as you're hearing testimonies, give glory to God. Here's here's a dare. Allow faith to rise in, in your own soul. Allow, allow your own soul to wake up and recognize this might be uh, an encouraging word for me to seek healing, or maybe God's speaking to me about someone in my life who needs to see the love and the power of God demonstrated. So let's pray and then I'll ask David to come forward. God, thank you for each of these um, courageous people who are willing to come up and testify, give the good news, talk about your love and your power. So I ask for each that you would fill them with the Holy Spirit. Release your words clearly and powerfully through them. And I ask, God, for that uh, spirit of joy and faith to rise up in the midst of us as we hear your praises being given. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. David Bradbury.
0: <laughs> Woo!
3: Some people call me Mr. Delana. <laughs> <laughs> Selena and I are part of the Vineyard for about 10 years or so. Uh, I recognize most of you by the back of your head because I'm usually in sound, so I'm not used to looking at all the eyes. Uh, My testimony that I want to share today has to do with the fact of we have a mission statement, which we hear every Sunday for us to encounter the power and love of God and then give it away to the world. So I continue to ask myself, how can I do that? And I have found myself doing this at work. And this is what my testimony is going to be about today. And it's got three parts. And I'll try to get through it as quickly as I can so that others can share. Uh, So I went to work one uh, Monday morning pretty early. I was the first employee there. I noticed the owner of the company was hobbling along. just, Just one leg was bothering him. I went over and I started talking to him. I said, what's going on? He goes, a friend and I cut down a tree in the backyard, and the tree fell, and it bounced, causing the trunk to come over, and it hit him on the leg. So there was no bone damage, but definitely got bruised pretty hard. So that happened on Saturday. It was Monday morning, so he was hurting pretty bad because of it. I said, let's take care of it. That is code word for let's pray. <laughs> He's a Christian, so he said, yeah, let's do that. So Ended up, he sat down, take pressure off the leg. I began praying. Very simple, one-sentence prayer, be healed in the name of Jesus, pain go away. Amen. And I asked him, how's it going? He goes, actually, to tell you the truth, it's still there. I said, I can pray again. He goes, you know what? Maybe I should stand up and test it out. I said, wonderful idea. He gets up. He starts moving around. He looks at me with a strange look on his face. It's gone. I said, what's gone? He says, the pain. Absolutely no pain right now. So we both rejoiced in the fact of here he was hobbling, and now he's he's whole and complete. And I watched him the rest of the day. It was like normal person again. It was just so cool, and we rejoiced at what God had just done. Second part of the testimony, uh, I'm working away on a project. I'm very focused, and all of a sudden, this strange thought comes to my head. I, I want you to pray for an employee. I disregarded it. I kept on focusing. I got to get this job done. And then I heard this, or I had this second crazy thought, which was, no, really, I want you to pray for this employee. So I stopped what I was doing, recognizing this was God speaking. I need to answer. I need to do what he's, he's desiring for me to do. So I said, she's not here today. When she's in, I will pray for her. So a couple of days later, she shows up for work. I tell her that I had this impression or this thought that I I need to pray for you. Would that be okay? She goes, oh, that'd be wonderful. I said, let's do it at break time. So break time rolls around. We go to the break room. Uh, She sits down. I sit beside her. I said, would it be okay if I laid my hand on you as I pray for you? She said, well, it'd be great. So laid my hand on her. Very simple prayer again. uh, Which I really did not know what to pray because God said, pray for her. So, okay, God, So I said, God, just bless her, Uh, just pour out your spirit upon her, Uh, just love on her, in Jesus' name, amen. I mean, that was as simple as it was. I look at her, she looks at me real strange-like, and she says, thank you. So a few days later, she says, I want to talk to you about the other day. I said, what happened? She goes, when you were praying for me, I don't know how to explain it, but there was this heat that was radiating out of your hand onto my body. And it just felt so wonderful. I just felt like God was there at that moment. I said, that's so cool. She goes, not only that, but since then, I went out and bought three Bibles. And I go to bed early, and I got the three Bibles out there on the bed, all spread out, all the same chapter. And so I read from each one of these Bibles to figure out what is God saying, and how can I learn what it's like to be somebody who walks with God. So since then, we've had many conversations about who God is and things of that nature stuff. Third part of the testimony. A 20-year-old comes into work. She's arm in a sling, and I hear all this commotion at the front of the shop. Um, so she finally comes back to where I'm at. She says, the owner has sent me back here to you because he wants you to show me to, to do a few things. And I'm looking at her, and I'm thinking, she has one arm what can you do with one arm in a job where you need two? So I'm not sure what I'm gonna do. So I looked around I found something for her to do. We're working about five or six feet apart. Um, I'm chit-chatting with her. I said, so what's going on with the arm? She goes, I, I'm in real intense pain in my right arm. Um, and uh, it, it's, it's really hard. I said, so why the sling? She goes, with the sling it kind of caused my shoulder to rest. And I don't have all that pressure and stuff on, so it eases the pain. I said, oh, "Okay." So I kept looking at a corner of my eye, thinking, "What should I pray for her? Should I talk to her?" You know, I said, "You know what? I've been learning at church how to pray for people. Would it be okay if I pray for you?" She goes, "As long as the pain goes away." Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, "Okay, no pressure there." <laughs> so. Um, So uh, I said, would it be okay if I laid my hand on your good shoulder? She says, that'd be all right. So once again, simple prayer. God, I just ask you to take the pain away in Jesus' name, and that you just bless her. And I had my eyes open as I was praying for her, and I saw this twitch happen in her body. I thought, better step back. So I step back a foot. She takes the sling off, and she throws it on the table. What did you do to me? I'm like, what? She goes, it's gone. I said, what's gone? She goes, the pain is gone. I can't believe it. What did you do to me? Uh, The other end of the shop is another employee, and they're yelling, did David pray for you? (laughs) She says, yes, he did. I knew it. I knew it. So that's a testimony, empowering the love and power of God and giving it away to the world.
1: Awesome. (laughs) Thanks, (laughs)
2: Thanks, <laughs> 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 Only David can get away with that. Anywhere else, somebody yelled, what did you do to me? It could be dangerous, you know. <laughs> David is the epitome of naturally supernatural. Thank you for sharing that. Um, Christy Craftwall, clapping.
0: Hi. So um, my story is very different than David's stories. Um, I kind of hate to follow him. He's, he's such a good storyteller. But um, Randy contacted me. I think he emailed me, he might have texted me, um, asking me to speak about my healing of my chronic pain in my hip and back. And my first thought was, are you kidding me? Uh, with what's going on in my life, you, you want me to get up and talk about my healing? And Randy very graciously tested back something along the lines of, maybe it would be good for you to think on and talk about the goodness of God. And then I felt very Marge Simpson. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But um, I do want to, to tell you what happened. And God has been speaking to me a lot as I've been thinking on this. Um. First of all, I want to publicly repent for not being grateful for my healing. See, I have uh, a list of things that I want God to do. And my chronic pain did not even crack the top three. I wanted God to do other stuff in other people. And I wasn't very concerned about my stuff. Um, So I'll tell you what happened, but let me start by telling you what God has spoken to me after I repented. God did this healing for me because if I don't really believe God loves me, and that's kind of hard for me, And if I don't really believe God can do something for me, how can I pray in faith that he will do something for other people? So I think God showed me this is what I can do. I can do it for you, and I can do it for other people. So I hope that encourages you, especially if you have something you've been praying for for a long time and you haven't seen uh, any breakthrough, I can't promise you that God will answer your prayers the way that you want them to be answered, but he hears you. So uh, I was born with a bunch of birth defects. Um, I had a a hip and a femur that are not fully formed uh, and a curve in my back from walking uh, on that hip. For years before they figured out that my hip wasn't fully formed. So when I was about 40, I started to have chronic pain. And I think I was close to 50 when we started coming to the vineyard and I had somebody pray for me. And I felt the heat and the tingling and I didn't get healed. I didn't have any healing of my pain. So I thought, okay, you know, maybe this is my um, thorn in the side. It's just maybe the way it's going to be for me, and that's okay. Um, But then a few months ago, Heather Jesse got some healing, and she offered to pray for people. And I honestly don't know why I decided to try again, but I thought, sure, why not? So I had Heather Jesse pray for me. And I didn't feel a lot of warmth, and I didn't feel a lot of tingling, and I probably had a lot less faith than I had the first time I tried to get prayed for, for healing, but I was healed. And um, prior to uh, this healing, I was taking opioids every day, all day, so I woke up in pain and I waited for the first pain pill to kick in. Uh, I took a pain pill in the afternoon and I went to bed in pain. And now I'm off all the drugs. Yep. So, why did God do it then and not then? Um, I don't know. There is definitely mystery in this. Maybe I wasn't ready to receive God's love and understand what he was doing the first time and I I was the second time. I have no idea. There's definitely definitely mystery. And um, I guess uh, what I want you to know is that you are never ever, ever being ignored by God. He hears you. He is right there with you in it. And he loves you just as much when you're suffering as he loves you when he heals you. He doesn't love you more if he chooses to heal you. And he doesn't love you less if he doesn't heal you so please embrace God's love in whatever form it comes to you and don't give up because uh, just because you've been prayed for before and not received healing it doesn't mean that it might not come in the future and in fact I would say um, you probably heard this before but pray till something happens So um, I also want to add to that, though. If you pray and pray and pray, and then it gets worse, don't give up. Um, That is an invitation to you for greater faith and to keep praying. Because sometimes um, Satan wants to discourage us and get us to stop praying. Sometimes the answer to prayer takes a very long time. Um, so if if it gets worse, please don't give up. That is an invitation to keep going, keep praying, um, and keep receiving the love of God.
2: (laughs) She just said, that's nothing like what I sent you. It it was (laughs) awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Christy. That's awesome. Um. Okay, Courtney Lloyd. Thank you.
4: Hi, everyone. I'm Courtney. Um, I'm grateful to be here. A lot of people uh, at this church have really um, blessed me and loved me well. Um, yeah. So uh, at the be- at the end of. Uh, 2019, towards the end, there was one night I went to bed, uh, turned off the lights, and felt um, just like a sense of fear that there was something in the room. I had a vision, um, like, a, like a kind of a dark, sinister vision of a man who said something to me, and then in the next moment, I felt as if this like dark billowing smoke entered uh, entered my body, like filled up my torso. Um, And so I called on the name of Jesus. Um, I rebuked it, I uh, uh, opened my Bible app and just started reading scripture. And um, like it felt like it kinda went away. Uh, But that was kind of a a marking moment in uh, a journey of um, heavy spiritual oppression um, that I experienced. And um, through God's grace was connected to this church, uh, uh, to to, uh, Sozo's ministry, which I did not, hadn't really known anything about that. (laughs) Sorry, <laughs> just <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, and so it sorry, I just saw Miss Jacqueline and it was <laughs> just like, okay, good she ministered to me and um yeah, so in that process of um seeking deliverance, it it just really, um, you know, was was over about a year and a half um, for me, uh, and eventually kind of being able to just do it on my own. um, It was a, a time of learning how to listen to God. I had done a lot of, like, I had previously prayed, right, but it was me talking at God or talking to God, and so this really opened up just like a whole new level of intimacy with Jesus that I didn't know was possible. Um, so then, in that, um,
5: yeah, there was a lot.
4: <laughs> there was a lot <laughs> of, of freedom that I gained. Um, one of the things that um, I experienced was that I had uh, experienced a misalignment of my soul, spirit, and body. Um, and, um, (laughs) so ended up with the process for me was to actually talk with my body. Um, I had, I had felt disconnected previously. Like I knew there was something off, but during this kind of, um, oppression, like my body was holding on to oppression. Um, it wouldn't release it. And so I... (sighs) You know, basically, had had sinned using my body, had sinned against my body, and also had experienced um, violations of my body as well. And so it became uh, me talking to my body, just affirming that I loved my body and had some issues with that. That I uh, that my body was safe, um, apologizing for. Uh, um, just the ways it had been harmed and the ways that I had um, what I had done. Um, and um, there was a release like there there was a change. Um, it released the oppression. Um, I was able to get kind of more back of into an alignment. my body my relationship with my body changed and I really started walking more in like the idea that our bodies are, Temples of the Holy Spirit and God's temple. Um, Later, I also um, had an experience of um, just being filled with God's love. That deliverance and healing process allowed me, I believe, to receive God's love in new ways. Um, And so He just like filled me with His love. There was one day, just really like I could could feel it, like just saturating my body. Um, And in that, he led me in forgiveness um, to forgiving the people who had violated me. And that was something that I probably, like, literally, like, would not have been able to form the words to say on my own. Um, But um, he was really gentle and just, like, his love allowed me to to say those words, to bless those people, to acknowledge that it ha- those things had happened, which I had pretty much been in a kind of denial and not really felt like I was able to deal with that truth. And to also, in saying these, like, statements of forgiveness, to recognize that what happened to me wasn't my fault um, and that I was wronged. And so as I was doing, like doing the forgiveness, I had a vision of, it was as if, like, somebody was, like, like, the enemy was, like, wielding a sword and kind of, like, waving it around like an attack, and, like, their hand got cut off, um, and the power, like, you know, it was, like, the power of the enemy to use this against me and um, was gone, and there was freedom in that, so... Yeah, I just wanted to share that with you, and um, just hope it blesses somebody. Thank you.
2: Thanks, Courtney. Awesome. Great job. Thanks. Thanks for your courage to share that. I'll ask Ian to come forward. Just there's a there's another part of the story, and I'm not sure I even know all of it. Um, Courtney, how long ago did I meet your cousin? Maybe 10 years ago, um, I was in the youth room with some other men, some other pastors, and we were praying. If I'm honest, I think I was probably in a bad way, and they were praying for me. And um, it's like 11 o'clock on a Saturday morning, and there's a knock on the door uh, at the youth room. And so I go out, and I let this guy in. I'd never met him before. And he he basically said something like, I'm a student in the Northeast. I don't know where he was going. Yale. He's going to Yale, which I guess my ears probably perked up at that point. He said, I I'm just kind of wandered in, heard about the vineyard. I mean, I don't even know what he asked for, but we prayed for him. Um, Good friend of the church's, Dave Knoll, was there, and Dave had some prophetic words for him and really ministered to him. And he cried some, and then he went away, and we thought, oh, that was interesting. And then like eight years later, um, all this started with Courtney. She's talking to her cousin, and her cousin says, I know a church in Indianapolis you might be able to go to. They ministered to me one time. You should go to the vineyard church. And that's how she ended up walking in here and getting connected with Jacqueline and Sozo. So I say that to encourage you that God is working right now. You have no idea where you are in the process of God aligning things for your healing, but he's working. And, you know, not just for you, but through you. You probably are a part of someone's story like that. You may not even know it, but God's, God's at work. Okay. I have to say about that Ian Ray I
5: love it amazing yeah I just feel like the Lord is just he is obviously stirring up faith in the room even during worship just felt like a purity of heart that he was distributing and as we step in just in purity that the Lord wants to bring healing to you so I encourage you I mean I'll, I'll share a testimony of of just God healing, but I just encourage you, if if you have anything that you need healing for, we'll invite ministry ministry time up, but I, I encourage you, even if, like, man, no, not me, maybe you're having that thought, like, man, maybe for them, but not for me, I just encourage you, like, step forward. And so my, I, my testimony of, of healing, I, I want to, like, preface this. I've prayed for tons of people and not seen them healed, and there's this tension of, man, God is healing, and we're going to go and, like, Randy's going to teach next week on kind of the theological undermining of, of healing in, in the kingdom and what does that look like. And I walk in this tension where I personally I have really bad migraines. And I also have this, like, when really loud noises are happening, I have this buzzing that happens in my ear. It's, like, very strange. But I have literally seen people healed physically while I personally have a migraine headache. And I'm like, I've been prayed for this so many times, and yet it keeps happening. And I I persevere in faith that it will be healed. But I just say that in, like, w- kind of what Chrissy was saying with the mystery of God. Like, we don't fully understand. We only know that he is good, and and he, he desires to show up, the kingdom coming to earth. And so, um, what this story is is a couple maybe about a month ago and we were having like worship and prayer at my house just in the mornings uh, just something that, that we get to do and gather around the presence of God and, and there was an individual who had heard that we do this at my house and she had come and it was her second week and she'd kind of preface it as like you know the whole charismatic thing she wasn't against it by any means but she's like it's it's kind of all new to me and so we're just worshiping and praying and she ends up kind of sharing the Lord, doing something in her heart during worship, and essentially that he was just bringing a a desire, like healing to her mind. There was like some hormonal things going on, and just some thought patterns that she was wanting to be delivered from, and so we gather around, and we lay hands on her just to pray for her, and so we're just asking, like, what's going on, and as we're praying, I sense the Holy Spirit, and I just I I, see, I have no other way to explain it that I just, like, see the Holy Spirit just, like, moving up along her spine. And here's one, like, naturally supernatural is what we say in the vineyard, and it's so helpful. Sometimes in these, like, big spiritual moments, we think it needs to be hype. We think it needs to be big, and yet I just was, like, I, I think spine. You know, like, it wasn't this crazy thing. But as I asked her, I just said, okay, this is going to sound really weird, but I see the Holy Spirit moving up and down your spine. Is there anything like with that in your, you know, like going on or pain or, and she said, well, actually, I broke my spine when I was in high school. And so like the, I think it was like the second and the third vertebrae were, were broken. And ever since then, when I lift weights, I've experienced pain. And so even when I run, I experience pain, and I just have, I've had a broken spine, and it was kind of just this holy moment of like, all right, God sees her, He wants to do something, and so I just ask her, hey, is that okay if we lay hands on you, pray for you? We end up praying a couple of different times. Here's the thing: Jesus had to pray even twice for for healing of a of a eyesight, right? So, I can pray like a lot more than Jesus. And so I just, we keep praying, we ask what's going on, and she's not really experiencing a ton, but she's you know in faith. Like, I don't really know if the pain is, is going to be gone. She said she feels a little warmth, but nothing like super, super powerful or crazy. And so we just pray for her and we say, All right, like, let us know. Let us know how it is, test it out. And uh, she goes in the next day. And so at the, as the day goes on, she feels the pain kind of uh, regress and it goes away. And she says, Okay, the pain is gone. The next day, She's, like, texting us because the thing with healing is we want to actually know what happens. We don't just want to pray and leave, but we want to say, hey, what's, what is God actually doing, right? And so she texts us the next day and just says, hey, uh, the pain has actually come back worse than it's been in a really long time. Can you guys pray? So we're, you know, we're praying for her, just texting with her. Hey, we're lifting you up. You know, we're, we're supporting you. And the Lord actually leads her into a place of repentance, just feeling like the Lord is calling her to set some things down in her life. And so she's walking through this as she's experiencing this pain for the entire day. She eventually sets, like releases some things over to the Lord. And she said, as soon as she steps into that, the pain completely leaves her body. And that was about a month ago. And so I just keep asking her every week. I say like, Hey, how's it going? And she's like, I'm doing well. She's been able to lift weights and doesn't experience any pain. She's experienced pain since high school, as well as like when she's starting to run and she's like no pain as she's running. And she's like, it's super encouraging. And so God is like moving, doing a work. And all I can say is like, I mean, it was naturally supernatural. And that's oftentimes what it is. And sometimes God, he even just wants to show up in small little ways. For her, that was a big moment. For, for us, it might be a 30-second prayer, but for them, it could be a lifetime of just faith encouragement. And even uh, at our small group, like very quick, like 30 seconds, a, a couple weeks ago, um, we're praying and, uh, or like during worship, and I just heard right ankle. And so I just asked the group, but it was right ankle, right? Or left ankle? Right Left. It was left. Okay, it was left ankle. It wasn't right ankle. She's here. Um, so I just said, hey, left ankle, I feel like God wants to do some healing. What's going on? And so uh, someone in our small group, Michaela, she... She says, like, I've actually experienced pain in my left ankle for, like, quite some time. Every time I run and I'm training for a marathon, every time I run, I experience this pain. So we just lay hands on her, we pray for her, and she experiences a little bit of healing. The next day, she uh, says the pain has gone down a little bit. And it's kind of been a slow journey of healing that uh, the marathon is here soon, and the pain has just slowly gone down. Now, but here's the thing with that. I mean, God is good. He's showing up. But the biggest thing that was in that testimony was just the fact that God sees you even in the small bit. Sometimes we look for the big, the miraculous. We think, okay, we want the pain from 100 to 0 and and he is good to do that. But in this case it was just a little bit, but I remember just the faith being stirred up of like, "Oh my gosh, while we were praying, he saw that my right or sorry, my left ankle was in pain and he wanted to to heal that." And all of the things that were going on in the world, all of, like, in personal life and family that, that, that was happening in, in the individual, she just said, like, I just walked away and said, man, God sees me. He sees me enough to see that my left ankle was in pain, and he just wants to pray for it. And so I just encourage you, I'll, I'll give it back over to Rainy, but I encourage you, like, if even just a small thing is going on, come up, get physical healing, get emotional healing, like God is doing a healing work today.
2: I, had, I told John I had him in the bullpen, you know, if we had time, because I want to hear John's testimony, too. So you're okay with having more faith encouraged in you, right? Okay. John Rigstad.
1: Good morning. Um, back in March, um, I went to a two-day conference here in town, and I thought it was going to be a prophetic conference. It wasn't. It turned out to be a deliverance conference. Um, But I sat through it and enjoyed it. Um, One of the stories that the speaker told was of himself in a, um, a pagan temple, I believe it was in Taiwan, if I remember correctly. And he told a story of how he came under this oppression Um, serious oppression and almost had to be taken to the hospital because he he was unable to breathe. So as he continued speaking, um, I remembered an experience that I had had several years ago. I worked for a humanitarian agency and in 2010 there was a major earthquake in Haiti. At the time, I was the Um, internal controller. That meant that I was responsible for fraud and corruption. And so we had a major project responding to the earthquake in Haiti. We were building houses. And lo and behold, a lot of our roof sheets disappeared through a theft ring operating in our warehouse. So I was sent out to investigate this um, corruption. As part of that investigation, I would go out with police as they were raiding um, businesses, homes, uh, looking for our roof sheets, which were very distinctive. One of the places that we went and conducted a raid was the Voodoo Temple. From 2010 until earlier this year, I've had a hard time sleeping. Probably four nights a week, I would be up in the middle of the night. I assumed God was waking me up. And so I would always pray, and the oppression would leave, and I'd be able to go back to sleep. But as I heard this story, it occurred to me, maybe I've got an oppression from my voodoo experience. So I went up to the speaker after he closed the session that night and briefly explained what had happened. And he said, (coughs) wait a while and I'll come pray over you. And he did. The physical manifestation that I received was I hit the floor, I screamed. I screamed for probably 10 or 15 seconds. And then I went into great heaves, um, gasping for breath for probably another three or four minutes. But I will say that I was delivered from a spirit of voodoo and that I've been sleeping soundly ever since March. So what I want to what I learned from that and what I want to share with you is that we are made in God's image of spirit, soul, and body. As a believer, our spirit is occupied by the Holy Spirit, there is no way that, as a believer, we are demon-possessed. But our soul is something else. Our mind, emotions, our will can't come under demonic oppression. Our body can have a demonic attachment given to it. I picked up an attachment in that voodoo temple, and it harassed me for 10 years. If you have an experience in your past, if you have an oppression, if you have something clinging onto your body, if your emotions are disturbed, be open to recognize that the demonic realm is active and that it can oppress even us as believers. I experienced that. 10 years and have been set free in March. So the opportunity is today. Jesus is here. Jesus delivers. He has the authority to deliver. I know I experienced deliverance by the grace of God. Thank you.
2: (laughs) Wonderful, okay, awesome. I'd like to ask the ministry team to come forward here, if the ministry team could come up and stand. And let's all stand. Um, I never tire of hearing of the work of God. I will also say that sometimes when I hear, you know, testimonies like that, sometimes faith rises and then sometimes fear rises. You know, that feeling of, but what about me? Will it, you know, what's going on with me? And, um probably, I don't know how many years ago now, we were in this building, it was service like this, it was ministry time and um, a woman came up and she said, I've had carpal tunnel for the last 10 years. She had pain, she basically hadn't slept through the night for years because of the pain carpal tunnel. And um, we were standing right here and so she came up and a couple of us started to pray uh, for her. And, you know, it was a very like... Um, David was saying, it was a very simple prayer. It was, God, bring your healing. You know, we speak healing to you in the name of Jesus. And she said she was starting to feel some burning right here. So um, her hands are like this. She starts to raise her hands like this, you know. And let me just be completely honest. So this is a big, serious Holy Spirit moment, right? I desperately have to go to the bathroom at this point. Not now, but then. So I say to her, stay here. God wants to keep working. (laughs) And I run off and go to the bathroom. And when I come back, she's standing up here with her arms up in the air. We had two services at that time. Um, but by the time the second service started, she was out in the lobby telling everyone who walked in. Her arms were up in the air. She said, Randy, I can't do this. And I said, apparently you can. And every she still lives in the city. Every time I see her, every time I see her, we'll just randomly be at a dinner. She'll go like this. She's had, she's had no pain for, for years now. And I, I, I say that to encourage if, if God's just the slightest nudge that you want someone to pray for you today, it's not about your faith. Faith is required, but it's not about you. It's not about the faith of the person. Faith is required, but it's not about the person. It's, it's not about the moment. It's not about, you know, the emotion. It's the love and the power of God that he desires to release through normal people to normal people because he loves them. So I uh, just want to encourage you during this time of ministry, if any anything going on of, uh, of any nature, you'd like someone to pray, just come on forward. Um, we've got lots of people to pray and we'll get more if we need. We're just going to wait for a, a few moments. So come forward if you want someone to pray, but we're going we're to sort of uh, stay gathered here for a while and just see what God wants to do.
3: During worship this morning, I heard the word carpal tunnel, and I heard the word lump in your breast. So that's a word of knowledge to encourage you. If you have either of those, um, come up and somebody will pray for you.
2: So anyone dealing with carpal tunnel or anyone uh, with a lump in the breast, we want to we want to pray for you today. We need just a few more people on the ministry team. So if you've been through the ministry team training or you lead a group, anyone, we just need a couple more. Care, will you come and pray? it would be great. You guys are welcome to come and pray if you want to be on the ministry team. You don't have to. Seth, anyone back there? If you guys want to come pray, you're welcome to. Dolores, you're welcome to come pray if you want. just encourage you as people are being prayed for, stay here in the presence of God. Let God speak to you. We can stay as long as we want to pray for people. If you need to leave, of course you're welcome, but we want to just continue to bless what God's doing here. Just one, uh, one, one more encouragement. Somebody gave me a word earlier this morning and um, the word was that there's a sense that there might be people here this morning that are um, kind of holding their healing over God. The Lord's told you to do something and you've said, God, I won't do that until, until you heal me. And um, this is an invitation this morning to you. If that's where you are in that attitude, this is your invitation into trust. The Lord's Uh, inviting you to trust him with timing, with healing, and with your life. going to continue to pray as uh, as long as people want to be prayed for um, if